Let's Connect podcast series is brought to you by Talent Talks and Life Online. Welcome. I'm Karen Cole, Editor-in-Chief of Talent Talks and Life Online. Welcome, everyone. Today I have Debbie Craig, author of Power Up 8, um, exploring really how to use the power of eight to unlock our exponential leadership. And Debbie has joined us for uh, two episodes so far. This is the third and, and final uh, episode in the series. And we're really looking forward to hearing from her how we can really use this power of eight to unlock our exponential leadership potential. So Debbie, just great to have you on with us today. This is not your first rodeo and certainly not your first book. I think if anybody cares to look at your profile, they will see a, a long list of pedigree behind you. Essentially, this is your fourth book that you've published. Uh, it is, Karen, and thanks to you. One of them we wrote together, Accelerated Learning. And yeah, just writing a book doesn't always qualify you to be the expert in it, but I think what it does do is it forces you to focus your energy and attention on a topic and do the research and talk to people and figure it out and practice it yourself. Power Up 8 has really been a, a long journey since the Singularity Learning Conference that I did a number of years ago and actually pulling it together and almost having to reconfigure the book and the approach and some of the habits in this time of a global pandemic. Look forward to sharing any of those with, uh, with anybody who wants to join me. Fantastic. And in episode one, so we really covered already, you know, the, the Power of Up 8 framework and what makes it so unique. Episode two, we really delved into each of the eight capabilities that are included in the framework. But today's episode, episode three, is really what we wanted to focus on is how do you use these to become that exponential leader, you know, unlock that exponential power? I wish I had the exact answers to uh, <laughs> how to do that, Karen. Exponentiality as a topic, looking at 10 times the speed or 10 times the solution, 10 times the impact is quite a lot for our minds to deal with. And, you know, that takes a lot of different thinking. It takes a lot of dreaming and listening to and learning from people that are out there and doing it already. And we've spoken a lot about how the eight capabilities like curiosity and creativity and courage and change and consciousness and collaboration have impacted you know, individuals and teams. But our leaders have to be equipped to deal with all of that themselves and simultaneously run a business and lead their teams and nurture a family and survive the global pandemic and stay calm and focused and constructive and decisive through each wave of successive disruption. So we're not just dealing this for ourselves and then just the people around us. We've now got masses of people that we're responsible for. And just thinking about it over this last week or so during the riots and, and in South Africa and how many people were impacted. And you, I'm just imagining standing in those leader shoes and in my own team as well, thinking about the kind of questions they need to be asked and answering. You know, what is the best use of resources we have for now to ensure a future? Are we going to close businesses, give up on them? Are we going to rebuild? Are we going to keep people employed in the meantime and for how long? And is it worth rebuilding? And should we automate? And um, there's just so many of these big questions that we need to learn how to work with. So these skills, these eight capabilities is helping leaders to look at how do they think? How do they show up? How do they feel? How do they react? And how do they make the most wise choices? And what we can have a look at as some examples. So if we can 
become more naturally curious. We can listen to others. We can listen to their perspectives. We can listen to their options. We can be curious about what other people are doing in the world to accelerate our learning. And as leaders, we can be more creative and to allow intelligent risks and move beyond the fear culture in organization. But we need creative ways to do that. I've got some teams working on, on culture projects as part of a Power Up 8 journey. And one of the biggest challenges is this fear culture that, you know, the boss has got all the power. And if that is the case, we're not going to be able to be curious and listen and allow people to even make some mistakes and, and figure stuff out and find a new way of being. And that is also going to be taking you to be curious. So, you know, to be um, courageous by, make, by being authentic and by being vulnerable and being actually willing to say to a team, I don't know the answer to this. What can we look at together? Let's brainstorm. How do we be more conscious about these difficult decisions in uncertain time? And how do we build our own resilience so that we show up in a way that is calm and constructive in, in the moment of chaos? How do we as leaders build our critical thinking to think beyond the obvious or what we have done in the past or linear thinking? We've got to be thinking ahead for multiple scenarios and multiple stakeholder and multiple um, impacts on our business. We've got to build a trust-based culture and we've got to build a culture of accountability. I mean, so many people now are hiding behind their screens and, and, and not necessarily hiding intentionally, but we don't see them. So how do we build that trust by, by collaborating and sharing information and knowledge and, and using the right mm. systems to do that? And how do we then navigate the change to make those daily adjustments? And, and how do we take people with us on that? And how do we build a sense of purpose-driven leaders and contributors and not just those consumers and profit seekers? And it is our role as leaders to create this culture and create these capabilities. And that's not going to become easily. You know, we, we have to build those new habits those new beliefs, those new identities, the new ways of responding. And that's going to take some time and conscious habit building. Now, you mentioned that you're working with several teams in this. So a question for you, you know, where have you seen this being done well? What are some of the challenges people are encountering in adopting these or developing these age capabilities? Talk about one that we're busy with right now. You know, we are only halfway through this process because we, we're doing it over three months and we, we started with them two months ago. And um, we're working on the Power of Eight journeys with a big uh, manufacturing company, Group Finance team, and they've been having challenges with business units feeding up the finance chain, communicating, getting back up to Group Finance, and then they've got to interact with boards and different stakeholders out in the industry. And they've been having some challenges with communication and collaboration and getting things done in time and not um, understanding or knowing what's happening from a curveball perspective. And then you can imagine the global and economy and financial environment has been so upside down. They're working together with culture action teams as part of this learning journey. And what they are finding is that as they are learning around, for example, curiosity and creativity and courage and collaboration, that their ability to communicate as action teams and actually raise the conversations that they have been wanting to have and needing to have but haven't had the courage to have or haven't had the curiosity to have are now being raised to the fore. And new solutions are coming to the fore as to what behaviors are more important, but also what systems or processes or other options there are for them to come up with a better impact to their business and be able to manage their lives that they're not working day and night and just have no time whatsoever to build relationships or even be with their families. That is that is one area that we're working with. 
Another area that we've been spending quite a lot of time with over the last bit of time is a motor vehicle company. They've been using the Power Up Ed skills for their both their talent people as well as their learning academy and some of the young talent. We're getting more and more reach as these skills are being taken and, and put into practice. They're able to contribute more in projects. People are, are able to start leading differently as, as, as a project leader or as a supervisor in their business. The young talent are starting to have the courage to have a voice in the business. And we are getting much better health and resilience scores for the people that are going through the programs because they're becoming more conscious as to how they're spending their time and energy and managing their stress in, in the process. There's a number of other examples where we, we, we've been busy. Another organization that we've been working with, it's, it's been a, this has been a tough project in the printing business. And as you know, the printing business is um, under severe pressure at the moment with everything going on digital. So there's been a number of businesses that have had to integrate and downsize and um, integrate leadership teams and start having different roles and different leaders and different team members working, but at the same time having to still deliver to their customers. So done a fantastic job of empowering both their leaders and change agents with the skills and the tools to be able to shift mindsets and the skills for change using some of the Power Up 8 tools and habits. I mean, the feedback over, over the last four or five months have been absolutely amazing in terms of, once again, the, the types of conversations they are having, people speaking up that haven't spoken up before. The culture has they've been able to manage this with very, very little fallout um, in terms of uh, the right people wanting to leave, only only the, the people that have absolutely had to leave are, are leaving. And they are feeling very, very positive around the skills that they've built to manage this change process. When you're speaking about all of these case studies, though, it sounds very much to me, or one big component is that the leader themselves need to display these capabilities or, or at least have a lot of awareness around them. What advice would you give to leaders wanting to unlock this for themselves? How do they start developing this? How do they become aware that they even need to develop this? Yeah, you know, we're finding now, uh, Karen. I'm sure it's the same for you that leaders are so busy and overwhelmed and um, tired and exhausted from all this change and just trying to manage their teams, their companies, and their families that there seems to be very little space for for learning. But you know, the, the one thing we we spoke about also on the other episode is that you know if you can identify where are the opportunities for you, if that if you just paid a little bit more attention to certain ways of thinking and certain beliefs and certain habits, that without necessarily spending more time, you'd be able to naturally start to create different responses to life as it comes at you. So we really recommend um, leaders being able to just look at these eight capabilities. We have a free resilience potential assessment, which we've mentioned before on our website. They can go and have a look. Um, and just the act of awareness and analyzing yourself, and maybe even I would take it one step further with leaders, is get some feedback from a people around them, whether it's colleagues or whether it's managers or whether I often say sometimes your best feedback providers are the people you live with in terms of, you know, how we're showing up and are we coming up with, with stressed, frustrated, tired, anxious behaviors, or are we showing up with you know, that change navigator capability and curiosity and collaboration. How are we showing up? And imagine if we could just spend a little bit more time looking at how are we choosing to think, how are we choosing to feel, how are we choosing to act and, and, and share those behaviors with the people around us. We can get some very good insight as to our impact and um, how we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis of these. And then I would say pick a capability 
And ideally, what we've been doing with this leadership team, for example, both at NAMPAC and at no, at, um, at that, that other manufacturing company and, and the printing company, is we're picking a capability at a time and working on that capability or two capabilities for a month. And then you get team collaborative learning happening at the same time. And you get feedback and you get an opportunity to review and assess and build that into your culture of the organization as well. So I would encourage individual assessment and um, and checking in and building that sense of uh, paying attention to that. And wherever possible, build a little learning partner or a learning circle or a group of leaders that are all building something together. Because then it's so much more fun and interesting and empowering and we're all being vulnerable together. Absolutely. Fantastic. Debbie, thank you so much. Now, I've obviously known you for a long time and I, I know the quality of your writing and your books are, are usually jam-packed full of resources. So tell us about this one. You know, if, if somebody's listening and, and wants to start developing these capabilities, how will your book help them? So, Karen, we've, we've built the book in such a way that um, it, it, it's very user-friendly with some beautiful characters and, and they've been stunningly drawn by Lita Curry. And you can actually be able to very quickly on a very visual way see where you are on a continuum, for example, from a safe spectator from curiosity to a curious explorer. Um, and, you know, when, once you are there, then we start delving into some some background information, some context, some stories. We talk about some role models and how would they be thinking. And then we give you some exercises to actually look at your own belief systems and some options that you can actually choose which beliefs you want to start shifting and come, or come up with your own. So it's around choosing an identity and cultivating that, looking at beliefs and how do you shift those beliefs. When you shift those beliefs, it automatically shifts the feelings that you are experiencing if you adopt those beliefs. And then the book is packed with habits. So very practical day-to-day -day habits around, for example, checklists of curious questions. It's got some beautiful tools around being creative. It's got some aspects of how to calibrate your fear or how to fool the fear or let the fear be your friend and the courageous. It's got some lovely agility and, and pivoting tools around change navigators. So you can go in and pick any one of the C's and the capabilities. You can go in and actually even just pick one habit and practice that for a week or two and you'll start to build that to become a more automatic habit. The other aspect that um, we, we've added is all of our favorite resources, whether it's YouTube, video clips, or some, some fun and interesting blogs to have a look at, or some books to read, or audiobooks. We've put the best of the best of ourselves and our network into the book, so you can very quickly and easily click through and look at those other resources as well. And then finally, there's the brain shift tools. So I would really encourage people to work on, we've got six brain shift tools from you know, building your intention and attention and your imagination and your ability to watch the watcher, have that metacognition and be able to calm yourself down and build coherence in your heart. Those are beautiful techniques that, that can help you um, find the right, best, optimal brain and heart space for learning and for change and for resilience. So I hope these tools, habits and resources really are able to help people along their journey. And, and you know, trust me, I'm on my own very big journey myself and, and uh, had my, my butt kicked in various ways over the last two years and, and figuring out how to pra practice and apply these tools and habits. But I am finding um, a lot of the resources very useful.
Fantastic. Debbie, thank you so much. And for our listeners, the book is available through uh, the talenttalks.net website. You're welcome to jump on. The link will be available along with Debbie's full profile should you need to get into contact with her. Debbie, thank you so much. I have really enjoyed these three episodes and I'm sure you'll have lots of people reaching out to you post this to find out more. Thanks, Karen. And, and we always love sharing and um sending any information that you need. So we'd love to be in touch with you, whether it's through our website or social media, please feel free to look, up, look me up on Debbie Craig and all through the Talent Talks website as well. Thank you.